0: Hi, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. If you'd like to play golf, Magnolia Valley Golf Club is offering some specials this week. Give them a call up there at 727-847-2342. They have a 9-hole executive course and they have an 18-hole par 72. And they've got great food on the 19th hole. So call my friend Pete at 727-847-2342. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars Wednesdays at 7 p.m.
1: See, son? Old legends never die. They just lose weight. Seems like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Danny.
2: Bender, me and my son are here.
1: <laughs> oh, I love your suits. They must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. I came to make a deal. Uh, What's he get if he wins this truck rodeo thing? Yeah, if? $5,000, Daddy. Chicken
2: sh- money. It's what the hell you want, I me? Mean. You to get out of this dumbass rodeo and accept a real challenge.
1: Now get the Texarkana and back in 28 hours. That's no problem. It ain't never been done before, hot. Huh? Watch your language, little lady. The problem is that Coors beer... You take that east of Texas, and that's uh, that's bootlegging. I believe you're just a little bit scared. That's great psychology. Why don't you just say something bad about my mother? Your mama is so I, ugly. Look, you make this run for
2: me. Now these Peterbilt's here are worth eighty thousand dollars. That comes to about three grand an hour if you make it twenty-eight hours. I bought that for a challenge. Dad, I don't believe that that's necessary. Never mind, Wait a minute. Son.
3: Wait a
1: minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. You see, I got a boy running tomorrow in the Southern
2: Classic, and uh, when he wins, I want to celebrate in style. How much style? Well, I got a few friends and me. uh, 400 cases.
1: Well? Well, let me see your cash. Big Enos' word is gold. All right, show him the cash. Go ahead, little. Well, I see there's uh, 400 cases of beer. I'll need the cash for that. No problem. Go ahead, boy. New car. I got to have a new car to block for the truck, you know? Okay, go ahead, boy. I'd like to kick his ass just once. Speedy car. Speedier than that. Go ahead. Breaker, <laughs> breaker, to the bandit. Come on back, breaker. Bandit, I got a smoky report for you. Come on. Well, talk to me, good buddy got trouble coming. What's your handle, son, and uh what's your 20? My is Smokey Bear, and I'm grabbing your ass right now. Nobody, nobody makes Sheriff Buford T. Justice look like a possum's becker. Except for In that, your ass. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. This is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. I'm in pursuit of a black trans man. He's all mine, so stay out of the way. Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Hi, this is Jay Leno, and you're listening to my favorite nostalgic radio and cars.
0: Hey, Westerners. Welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google, Tantalk, 1340.com, and you can see us live. You can see me live, smiling here in the studio at WTAN AM 1340 in downtown Clearwater. Hey, don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, you can catch them on our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Of course, we still have a few things on our stuffs page. We've got T-shirts, decals, and and don't forget to go check out our events page because there is a lot of stuff coming on now I gotta go right to our first guest because they are in a hurry we got some great guys for you well, yes we have a pair of guys coming on but but before I do that I want to give a big shout out to Bert Reynolds okay because today is his birthday now I'm gonna, not gonna reveal how young he is you can look it up but happy birthday to Bert Reynolds the original bandit Hey, we're back yes happy birthday Burt Reynolds and that goes out to probably one of the coolest actors ever I mean I first time I saw Burt Reynolds on TV was in the TV show Dan August and I thought that was so cool <laughs> hey Cedric how you doing
2: Pretty good, pretty good.
0: You know, and in that movie, he actually drove what looked like a Boss 429, but it was actually called a quarter horse. Ford made two of those, but that's another story for another day. Right now, I want to introduce these two great guys that I just met to our TV. I mean, to our TV, to our radio show. These guys, let me tell you about them. These guys are from Virginia. They now live in Jupiter, Florida. They got a really cool custom car shop. Okay. They've also got their own TV show. It's called Hot Rod Reality. Yes, it's a real hot rod show. Okay. They've got a shop down in Jupiter, Florida. It's called Bubba's East Coast rods and custom. I'm delighted to welcome to the show tonight Bubba and Tom. Or Tom and Bubba. How you guys doing, guys? Excellent, We're doing well. Excellent. How you guys doing? <laughs> okay, who's who now? Let's just say Tom, say hi. Hey,
3: hey, hey. And hey. we gotta give a big Bubba style shout out to Mr. Reynolds.
0: Happy birthday, Mr. Reynolds. Bubba over to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Reynolds. How about that? Okay. Hey, tell us a little bit about you guys. You got this cool TV show, but not only a TV show. Tell us a little bit about your store, your shop, your custom car bills, all that neat stuff you got going on. You you, you guys started out in Virginia, right?
3: Yes, we did. Um, And uh, it's kind of a great story. Bubba and I are a father and son team. Much like you have experienced, uh, with Paul Sr. and Paul Jr. from Orange County Choppers. Oh, really? Uh, Bob, it's, it's a very cool story. Uh, we do it without all the fighting. Uh, we do it with nothing but family love and unity, uh, and support. Um, Bob actually, uh, we started seeing him show this town right around the age of four, uh, when he started doing some drawings, uh, and we picked it up from there. I actually took on a, a nighttime job. Uh, working at what is now Advanced Auto uh, when Bob was at the age of seven. Uh, we worked with him very closely. We started watching him grow and develop his very special talent uh, as I took him to work with me. Uh, in the evenings, he stood on a milk crate, and by the age of eight, he had tested and passed his doctor of motors. Oh, really? So, yeah. And cool. it just kept going from there, man. And, you know, at the age of 14, Bob came to me and said, hey, dad, I think I've got a, a gift that God has given me and I want to try it. So I stepped out of my accounting career field uh, and with uh, twenty five hundred dollars left in our savings account, we opened the uh, Virginia facility. And you know, here we are, ten years later, and and Bub's twenty five, and he's considered in the industry to be amongst the top three builders and designers out there. So, you know, it, it, he's just an amazingly talented young man uh, that stays on the technical edge of uh, of everything. What do you say, Bub? Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think you miss much of it. Uh, you know, it's it's been a fun story, and and Dad and I have really built built up an empire from you know from what was nothing and, and coming from nothing to you know, going towards the top of this industry is is a super cool feeling. It's a lot of fun doing it with uh with the family and you know, between my dad, my sister, my brother, you know, we're all there at the shop and just and just turn out some of the sickest and nastiest rides in the industry, man, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Tom, um, how old was, well, now, let me ask you this, Bubba, real quick. Where did the name Bubba come from? How'd you get that nickname? Okay, believe it or not, I was 12 pounds when I was born. <laughs> okay, so you're a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> big boy. I mean, I don't <laughs> know what the deal was, though. It's like
3: I, I came out heavy but didn't get much in height. I mean, I got a lot in stock, but I didn't get any height at all. I mean, I'm lucky if I'm like 5'6". No, but now that's not true. Come on, you're about 5'9", and you're built... Like a fire plug. We're we're in the gym okay, every I'm, day. A if I'm, and fine I'm wearing my Nike. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Okay. Okay. We're, we're
3: both physically fit. We we enjoy staying uh, on the uh, on the better side of life. We we remain very very uh, rooted in our in our religious foundation. We're, we're strong Christians. We're we're not shy about that. Uh, we're not embarrassed about it. We don't run from it. We don't hide from it. Uh, the love. The unity. Uh, remaining grounded in our faith. Uh, and, and there's never... Ever a time you shouldn't be embarrassed about that is what got us to where we are today because I can promise you, uh, that it has not been an easy climb to the top. What do you think, Bob? No, not at all. It's, uh, it definitely has, uh, it hasn't come with its share of struggles and, you know, it's, it has been a, a long climb up and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun doing it along the way. There's, you know, plenty of hills like any good relationship. There's just ups and downs and you just gotta, you know, struggle to get through it if it's really what you want in the end of the game.
0: You know, I gotta tell you guys, um, cause I've got a real good, and uh, close relationship relationship with my son he just turned 16 but i'm always Congratulations. Im-, I'm thank you i'm always impressed by you know father son um, you know it's like the the old saying you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree you know which is kind of cool and, and and to nurture a relationship and keep your kid close and then have him following your footsteps that's kind of that's kind of an honor in it in a way tom
3: well you know what's funny is i'm the uh, the son of a very successful uh, retired air force uh, officer who went on to own two very successful. He's on the second ownership uh, of uh, a, a defense contracting company, and he's still in the Northern Virginia area. So my father, whom I cherish, who has been my greatest mentor in life um, and who I, I miss every day now that we're in the Florida area, um, and, uh, you know, he and I had a very special relationship Um I kind of strayed a little bit. I I didn't, uh, you know, I was an accountant by trade. I stepped out of it uh, to do this with Bub. My God, I knew how to put a car together, but I certainly didn't know how to to take it to the next level with, you know, indexing every nut and bolt properly. I mean, my God, Bub builds for the biggest celebrities in the world. And the reason they come back time and time again just like the average guy is because the quality of what he builds is first rate. And when that car goes out of there, we don't see it again unless it's just for a general service. Because he builds the vehicle to be easily maintained, to be reliable, to be turnkey in the hottest of weather or coldest of weather. And if something goes wrong, go to your local auto parts store and pick up the part and fix the problem yourself. And, you know, it, it just... It wasn't in my blood. I can never do what Bub did. I just supported what his goals and dreams are. So I work for my son, basically. That's it. And think about the honor of
0: that, man. Is that where the name comes from? Bubba's East Coast Rods and Customs? You give it to your son. Put it in his name. Kind of like.
3: I think Bub, that's something we kind of came up together with when okay. we opened the business, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was kind of a uh, you know, in, in opening the business, it, it was a. Uh, you know, something that I kind of came to the table with, you know, with knowing, knowing all the interest I had in the cars and, you know, and, and skipping high school during the days and, and running around playing with all my toys. And, you know, I never came home from the cops with, you know, with, with drugs or alcohol or any issues like that. It was always, you know, getting in trouble for doing donuts in the middle of parking lots and, and, and having, having a bunch of trouble and run-ins with the cops over playing with his toys, you know, so you can't be too mad about that one. Um, you know, but, but it was, just something that we came to the table and and built it up from from nothing you know and we've taken it off and flown
0: it you've got a pretty good sized crew there so like what is your specialty i mean do you guys are you on the same page or do do you have like a preference tom and then bubba do you have a preference of like the style of cars you like to build
3: um, oh man! You know, go ahead, Go ahead. Dad. Go ahead. No, <laughs> I was going to say, Bob. You know, we're the East Coast only facility of its type, so it's a one-stop shop. What Bubba and I envisioned in the beginning was having a, a a facility that gave the customer control of his or her build. In other words, we did it from a financial perspective, an emotional perspective, and a physical hands-on perspective. So we've always allowed the customer to get in the bay and work with uh, his or her vehicle. We've always built to the customer's budget, not what we thought. And we spend a great deal of time holding our customers' hands, understanding the, the, what they're trying to get to, um, and taking them to there, because Bub is sponsored by the largest names in the industry, Classic Instruments, Woodward Fabrication, for example, Painless Performance, Edelbrock, Holly why all of them uh have their names behind bub uh and it's because of the quality of what bub produces and the way we work with these customers but what do you what can you add into that um well let, let me let me steer you back dad you went off track there for a few minutes so let's <laughs> go back to the preference of cars shall we <laughs> okay go ahead. Well, I just didn't get to that but uh, i handed it off to you preference of car oh, okay okay well we'll go we'll back to you in a second okay um you know my, my personal preference of cars you know it's it's a it's a very large variety you know it's a, it's a swing from um you know there, there's a part of me that loves the 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 street rods and rat rods of the the early 20s and 30s and you know stuff that's laying frame on the ground that has you know the matte black finish and the sheet metal and aircraft aluminum look and you know there's another part of me that loves getting into the highest anecdotics and and just having you know some of the sickest rides out there that when people see it they're just you know it's 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 a showstopper, you know, so it's, I have interest in everything, in modern performance and in the classics, you know, there's, nothing beats, you know, a true numbers matching all original car, you know, it's where, it's where this industry came from, you know, and you can't, you can't beat it, and there's, there's a feeling you'll get in those types of cars that, you know, are all numbers cars and unmolested and untouched and unrestored that are still turnkey that have been hidden for 40 years, you know, that, that there's a feeling there that you'll, you'll never be able to beat.
0: Now, what? Bubba, what was your first car?
3: Uh, my first car was an '88 Camaro IROC Z.
0: Okay, cool.
3: Um, so, you know, it was, it was, you know, growing up in the eighties time and in the late eighties, you know, that was, that was my choice. Um, you know, 88 was my birth year. So that was the choice of, of of year for the car. Um, I always loved them. I loved having fun with them. You know, they're, they were fun little cars and, uh, you know, I I don't know. I just had something to that body style. I know, uh, I know my brother Rob loves, uh, he loves 87 and 88 Monte Carlos and, you know, that's, that's his car of choice.
0: Tom, what was your first car?
3: A Toyota Spitfire.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. It's pretty, hey, my first car was a Healy, so hey, I'm I'm on the same <laughs> page. <pitch. laughs>
3: yeah, I was bagging groceries back in '75 at Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama, and I bought this car for seventy-five bucks. And you know the funny part about the whole story was I pushed that car literally. Further than I ever drove the car.
0: <laughs> it's British.
2: <laughs>
3: so, yeah, you know, we wouldn't expect much more. <laughs> so, but you know, I mean, and Bub's love affair with the Camaros today uh, continues. If, if if the audience uh, were to Google the uh, uh, SSX the Sierra Sierra X Ray Concept Camaro um, and, and click on the images, uh, Bub built that car. It is a turbonetic sponsored uh a car. It it's physically located here at the Florida facility and Terminetics is getting ready to pick that car up uh and take it out on a uh a nationwide tour. They're one of our our sponsors and that's an eight hundred and five horsepower uh daily driver and it runs as smooth as a Cadillac. So I think it speaks a lot to how Bub builds you know, because you have the biggest, most radical cams doesn't mean you can't have the smoothest engine, made it to the most up to date drive line, matched to the best brakes in the industry. So for Bub, it has to be a full package. It can't just be, you know, let's let's shortcut this, let's shortcut that. Uh so we work very closely with the customer to provide that level of service for
0: them. Super. Now let me ask you this, you guys ever compete and bring any cars to SEMA?
3: Um, Bub, you can answer that question. We've, we've certainly had our share of invitations. Um, and, uh, we just, our schedules have not, uh, they just haven't, they just haven't been conducive to us getting there with filming and, and everything else. But man, have we, our sponsors have asked, I mean, it, it it's just it's it's such a crazy whirlwind ride right now.
0: What are some of the events that you guys participate here on the East Coast? Now I know you're in Virginia and you got your new location down here in uh, South Florida, Southeast Florida, there by Jupiter, and you've been there what for a couple of years, correct?
3: The go ahead, Bob. I'm, I'm gonna turn it over to you. Uh, yeah, the our, our Virginia facility we actually opened in 2005, mm-hmm. um, so so we're going on our 10 year run on that facility. Um, and, and right now, uh, Dad and I are down here in Palm Beach, and, and we're getting this shop ready for its grand opening on March first. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a huge blowout there on that. Um, but we're getting the shop ready here, uh, and, and you know, and, and this is going to be strictly for the filming of our new show. Uh, so we're, you know, we've got the facility set up for it, and all of the lighting and all the equipment and everything is set up there. So it's, you know, this facility is going to it's it's a, a lot more high end than our Virginia facility. Although our Virginia facility is very very upscale. This one is just to a totally different level now with the film equipment and getting everything ready and the windows set up right and the colors and... There's a lot gone into this one. It's, it's really over the top. You know, it's, it's something that you can put up and compete against with Lamborghini and Maserati.
0: Oh, really? Well, go ahead and yeah. plug, plug the show and plug your website a little bit.
3: Well, you know, it, go ahead, Bob. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I was going to kind of follow up on the heels of what you were saying, you know, and and uh, I'll go back to uh, the, the uh, Facebook page and everything in a second. But, you know, Bob, I think that, you know, one, Bob and I have been looking at this and flying in and out of Jupiter for, what, four years, five years now, Bob, trying to get this yeah, together? it's been quite a few trips in and out, you know, uh, learning the market and, uh, you know, seeing if this is the area we wanted to go in. And, you know, we had looked in multiple areas. Um, we've looked over in Texas. We've looked in South Carolina. You know, we've really looked everywhere uh, as far west as we want to go. You can't say anything about the west coast. Um, right. Night, but, night. You know, we 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 chose to do uh this area and it's uh you know it's it's a great area to be in. The weather's great. It's you know, the cars are three hundred and sixty five days all the way around. Um, you know, so it's so it's something that's there's gonna be a lot of fun, whereas in our Virginia facility it's you know, you're always working with the season. you're working with the weather, it always rained up there, the guys didn't want to take their six and seven feet your cars out in the How weather. Much How much snow tonight up there, Bob? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I know, uh, I know our driver Craig is actually coming down and it's still getting snow gonna, on him in South yeah. Carolina. She's in our tractor trailer driving now. A big shout out to your brother who's up there, Bob. Bob, I know you're listening. Enjoy the, 12 in- <laughs> yeah, enjoy the twelve inches tonight, okay? And I mean snow. <laughs> hey, so, I'd say it was only
0: ten inches. Okay. Hey. Okay. Hey. Look, quick question. Why did you pick Jupiter or the you know the south uh, southeast uh, corner down there? I mean that's actually a cool area. I like Jupiter. I like that area in the north of Palm Beach. It's a pretty cool area. But why did you guys pick it?
3: It's a good, good, good question, very solid question. It's one we are asked a lot. It's one we feel a lot. There are two reasons. My most formative years were in the south here, as my father was stationed uh, down in the south in this area. And I have some very, very. my fondest memories are of this area. And um, I started sharing them with Bob, and we, I approached the subject with Bob. I, I actually went in one morning when he was asleep before he left home, And uh, I said, hey, bub, I've got an idea. And he rolled over and looked at me and he goes, not now, Dad. So I (laughs) left, right? And we reapproached the subject later. But um, there are two reasons that we chose that. Because of my very fond attachment uh, to those memories from the 70s. But more importantly, uh, more importantly is the people. Um, The people here are very kind, they're very gentle, they're very soft. Um, yeah, we're big, tatted-up guys with muscles, but, you know, we're, we're a different breed of cat. We're not those arrogant, hard-headed, egotistical guys that, you know, act like, you know, we're going to kick the world's butt. That's not us. Uh, we're guys that enjoy the interaction while we're on tour. They'll sit at that autograph table for an additional 30 minutes to get everybody through, you know, we spend time with people. We love our fans coming to the facility. We love interacting with our customers. We're, we're, we just love the people, man. That's that. What do you think, Bob? Would you agree with that? Oh yeah. I mean, 110%. It's, you know, the, uh, the environment's great. You know, like I mentioned, it's cars 365 all year round around here. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I think we've got something to bring to this area and, uh, you know we've got a, a, a bigger game than than what you know we bring to the we bring to the field a bigger game than what our Virginia facility allows us to do um, you know especially in, in regards to uh, you know some of the higher end cars and and the one-off stuff that we're building now um, and going into production with some of these newer builds that we're getting ready to start releasing uh, that are almost going to be a mass production lineup um, you know so we really bring something to the table that's that's going to blow this industry away and we just need an area where where we can do it, you know, and, and like I mentioned in our Virginia facility, yeah, it's great to, to do the builds, but it's, you know, heck, it was 60% of the time we'd we always have, you know, the shop shut down and with the doors closed and, you know, all the doors shut because it was either cold or raining or snowing or, you know, some sort of, of condition that just didn't make it fun, you know, so... So Rob's having fun with that now while, while he finishes up cleaning everything <laughs> up and uh, we're going to keep blowing away down here. Alright, hey, wait, have you, did you talk to your brother before this interview, Bob? Because he didn't sound super happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. He was, he was just, uh, he was actually heading home and he was, it sounded like he was sliding all over the road.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, B- Bubba, Tom, tell us now. You talk about some of these builds you want to build. Give us an example of one of the really cool builds. You know, besides the really exotic stuff. You know that, but tell us about some of the stuff the the more production oriented stuff that you're going to be working on.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're um. Well, okay, let me ask you I, this:
0: how you fi- how you guys fix on time? You still got because we're. I know you. Yeah, did. yeah,
3: abs- absolutely. My 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 beautiful bride's sister's wife was delayed. I'm standing in the driveway looking up at all the stars and the beautiful moon that we were given. You know, and Bub's back there by my pool. He was getting ready to hang my TV on the wall for me.
0: Okay. All right, so tell us about some of your builds. Good, good, good. Worked out time-wise. <laughs> Go ahead, bud. Um,
3: yeah, so, you know, some of, some of our builds, um, you know, we're getting ready to introduce an entire line of one-off creation cars. Um, they're going to be very concept-oriented, but also retain the lines of what America's muscle car started as for this, you know, for example, the guys that loved the Mustangs or the guys that loved the Shelby cars or, you know, vets or whatever. Um, we are actually going to be taking bodies of cars. Um, for example, one that I'm building now, um, is actually getting thrown into SEMA this year, uh, and is being part of the filming for our show. Um, is a it's a one off Trans Am that I'm building. Um, I haven't said much about it yet because there's only so much I can release. Okay, cool. um, but but I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> hand fabbing. So I'm taking I'm taking what was a '79 Trans Am um, and, and I'm going to virtually go through and what most people would call doing like Resto Mod or pro touring build. Uh, um, you know, it's going to be pro touring, but it's going to be to another level. Okay, um, you know, this is going to be a car that's equivalent to what General Motors would produce if they were to produce it today.
0: Okay, good.
3: Um, So it'll be all today's technology, today's power, suspension, braking, handling, safety, only I'm going through the car and taking the 79 body, and I'm actually hand-fabbing every piece that would have been bolted on. So the fenders, the bumpers, rather than it all be like the junky urethane, it's all being hand-fabricated and molded and aerodynamically built into the car, so it's very sleek but still remains at 79. Okay. And a couple things on the heels of that. One of Bub's uh, uh, customers are, are the very famous Andriottis brothers who are the J Littles of the East coast. And in this particular build um, uh, is he, he being Bubba went to one of the Andriottis brothers estates and literally studied the rear end of one of their super performance cars. And, has designed that into this. Now, Bob, we cannot mention the name Trans Am without the legendary Mr. Reynolds himself. But we can't oh, absolutely. Mention, I mean, we cannot, Bob. We cannot mention Mr. Reynolds' name without mentioning whose name that was so instrumental in helping coordinate and get everything together in this area. Oh, I was, I mean, at first I was going to say Sally Fields, wink wink, but then I was going to say Donna (laughs) Carbone. Mrs. Donna Carbone. Donna Carbone, uh, is, is very connected, uh, and is the financial director of the Burt Reynolds Institute for Film and Theater. Um, I, I will share with you that Bob and I are huge into charitable work, uh, especially as it pertains to animals, uh, women's uh, and, and children's uh, uh, rights in terms of not being abused, and our veterans. We also own a 5013C uh, called Hot Rods for Heroes that we uh, do a lot of veterans' work with. However, one of the tasks that came into our lap that Bob and I are very, very set on is bringing an awareness back to Mr. Reynolds the, who who is such a legendary icon? You can't if you just dismiss his cinematic presence. Nobody could simply dismiss the impact that Mr. Reynolds had on the American performance muscle car. Had he have not done what he did, I would submit to you today that we would not have the performance muscle car. Look what he did in the Smoky and the Bandit movies. He kept it alive.
0: I think I think I uh, you know I support that statement. That's a good one.
3: Now, let me share with you what Bob and I are doing. And Bob, I'll be very careful so I don't overstep the boundaries here. Many hey, of you there's saw how so much you can say. Right, <laughs> many, many of you saw on national television the episode featuring Fast and Loud and the Trans Am. Who wrote that episode, Bob? You? Okay. I worked with Donna Carbone very closely and wrote that episode, and we passed it out to Eric. Kritchner, Mr. Reynolds' agent, and um, lo and behold, all of a sudden, that episode shows up on the air. Without saying too much, Bub has already told you that there is going to be a very, very one-off industry jaw-dropping, like everything Bub releases, Trans Am that's getting ready to come out, and there is going to be a competition, or a build-off, if you will, against how do I say it, Bob? Against?
0: A competing TV show.
3: There you go. Editing, right. A competing TV show. <laughs> okay. And the way we are going to structure this is the proceeds of what Bob and I put together. And this is going to be a big deal. We're going to make, I can't, I don't know that I can use the words, quote unquote, a bandit run. We're going to do something very similar cool. from their location and our location, winding up in Jupiter, Florida and it's going to be a big to-do, and here's what we would like to do. We would propose that our proceeds are all going to be donated to getting the Burt Reynolds Museum open again, and the proceeds from their Uh, work will be donated towards the Burt Reynolds Institute for Film and Theater. So we're taking two TV powerhouses and making them merge into one from a very competitive standpoint to have a very positive impact on an arena that needs so much focus and attention right now.
0: Very good. I like that. That's good.
3: It's going to be big. Uh, Bob and I are so dedicated to uh, uh, Mr. Reynolds and keeping these uh, memories alive that we were the last ones to walk through the museum before it was pushed over. And in our facility here in Jupiter, Florida, we have on display some of those museum items as a way to kind of keep the memories going as we're getting this other leg of, the, uh, of, uh, of it started.
0: That's super. That's very commendable of you guys. That's good. Hey, if you guys need some support, feel free to give me a shout anytime. I'll blab it on the radio. I'm I'm all for it. That's good.
3: Thank you so Thank much. God. I appreciate it. So anything you'd
0: like to add to that? Well, real quick, let me say one more thing. And for all you football guys out there, collegiate football guys, Burt Reynolds is a knoll. So go knolls, okay? Yeah,
3: <laughs> how about that? In fact, Bub's actually uh working on a uh professional football players uh Hummer there at our facility now uh we're big football fanatics but the problem is every week what happens when we play the pools bob we lose money a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey real quick why don't you guys because we're just i gotta i gotta we gotta move on here a little bit but go ahead give your show a plug real quick can you can you mention the tv show or is it too premature yet absolutely i can say
3: this okay the new show will be airing on a discovery network i am allowed to contractually to say that okay Our previous show, Hot Rod Reality, is still bicycled around uh, stations all across the country. Uh, That was the 2009 Silver Telly Award winner. It was the highest rated cable-based show at the time. Uh, It deals with family morals, ethics, and values. We don't fight on our show. I would steer everybody, if I could, uh, to our Facebook page um, and uh, our website. The Facebook page is kind of long to remember, but if you go to the website, it will give you the link to the Facebook page. Facebook is very interactive socially, uh, and I, I personally answer everybody. We update it a couple times a week with the fun stuff going around. The website is Bubbas, B-U-B-B-A-S, custom, C-U-S-T-O-M,
0: cars.com. Super. Hey, uh, real quick in, in closing here, uh, are you guys familiar with Festivals of Speed, the event? Yeah, uh, I have heard about it. I have okay, never here's what it. I'm going to do uh, for you guys because I work for Festivals of Speed. Every once in a while, I do a, some PR work with them, and they're really close friends of mine and stuff. And they got an event cool, coming up here cool. in Amelia Island on March 7th through the 9th. I'm going to give you guys an open invitation to bring whatever you want, and then what we'll do is Great. we'll take it to the next level. Also, we do another event down in uh, Miami once in a while. We have one in Orlando at the Ritz Carlton. We have one in Howie in the Hills, and we have one in Saint. Petersburg. But I want to thank you guys very much for taking some time to hang out with us. You guys want to come back, right? We'll talk some more? You, oh, absolutely. You, you
3: you call us, man. We'll be there for you. Uh be glad to do a meet and greet with you guys anywhere you want, man. You know, let let's just make it a community thing. Let's let's show a lot of love out there. Let's be good to each other everybody be good to each other every day and try to make this world just a better place to be
0: super 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 All right, I want to thank my guest tonight my first guest Tom and Bubba father and son team in the hot rods check out their website Bubba's East Coast Rods and Customs hey guys take care I know you gotta run to the airport we are gonna take a commercial break go to a song and we're gonna bring the next guest on big shout out to Burt Reynolds again happy birthday happy birthday Mr. Reynolds hi this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars if you'd like to play golf Magnolia Valley Golf. Club is offering some specials this week. Give them a call up there at 727-847-2342. They have a 9-hole executive course and they have an 18-hole par 72. And they've got great food on the 19th hole. So call my friend Pete at 727-847-2342. Barbecue in Downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727 501 990. That's 727 501 9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in Downtown Largo, 727 501 9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you.
1: This
0: is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars here to tell you about Bellador's P and pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, Stromboli's, pasta entrees, beer, one, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com.
2: This is George Barris, King of the Custom Cars from North Hollywood, California. And you're listening to nostalgic radio and cars.
1: Stark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter, when I caught a glimpse of Rita, filling in the ticket in a little white book. In a cap, she looked much older, and the bag across her shoulder.
0: You're tuning into Nostalgic Video and Cars. Now those were a really cool group of guys. A father and son team. I cannot overemphasize families, getting into the car hobby. It's just an amazing thing. Matter of fact, Barry McGuire, who hosts uh, Car Crazy, another guy, all about families, families getting in the car, so it's a really, really cool thing. Hey guys, let me tell you what's going on here in the next couple of weeks. Okay, Zephyr Hills, the twentieth through the twenty third of this month. Sarasota also the twenty first through the twenty-third. We've got the exotic car fest going on, okay? And yours truly maybe judging down there. Then on the 23rd of this month, we got the Daytona 500. So, somewhere I think we got a little Bubba thing laying around here somewhere we can throw in there.
3: Watching NASCAR and drinking beer! <laughs>
0: Also, on the 6th and the 9th of next month, we got the NMRA. That's the National Mustang Racing Association at Bradenton Motorsports. And then, of course, the event that we all wait for here in Southeast and Florida is the Amelia Island Concourse, the 7th through the 9th. And we've got a lot of stuff going on that week. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff. It actually starts on Wednesday, which I think is the 7th. Okay, so you've got Hollywood Car Auctions. This is our first event at Amelia Island. It's called the Amelia Island Select. And they're going to have about 100 to 100 25 amazing cars go to the website hollywoodcarauctions.com some really really cool cars okay gooding's going to be there arm's going to be there festivals of speed's going to have an event you're going to have the cars of coffee event also on saturday then of course sunday is the big concourse okay huge huge weekend you've got to put this on your bucket list okay then of course on the 20th through the 23rd of march we got the national muscle car shootout also taking place in uh, Brady motorsports and then of course on the 28th through the 30th in our own backyard the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, okay? I think I got it on there. Hey, we got another Beatles song. You know, it's a big tribute to the Beatles. There was a huge car show that took place Sunday, okay? And I got to tell you guys, we were there with our tent, and we took the mighty, the mighty 1973 Pinto station wagon, okay? Check out our Facebook page. We have got pictures of it up there. And, uh, hey, special thanks to Nancy Dietrich at Ruth Eckert Hall for doing such a spectacular job organizing this car show here on Sunday in front of the Capitol Theater celebrating... The grand opening of the Capitalist Theater and Jay Leno's appearance. The car show was amazing. I mean, the cars were all over the place. But let me tell you what was really, really cool is my real good friend of mine, Martin Gobby, who owns Vinny's Cars down in Sarasota. He had John Lennon's 1965 Mercedes 230 SL, right-hand drive, automatic car. Well, guess what? Yours truly and my son, Bobby, got a chance to drive John Lennon's 1965 Mercedes 230 SL on the 50th anniversary of the Beatles. That is just too cool. I am just I'm still I still can't believe it. John Lennon's Mercedes. I drove John Lennon's 1965 Mercedes 230 SL. And my son got to drive John Lennon's 1965 230 SL Mercedes but. Hey, we're gonna be right back. We're listening to Lady McDonald by the Beatles. 50 years, the Beatles. Stick around. You've seen it in Savage Radio and Cars. It's to be the
1: that turns on the most outrageous team in football the mean machine supercharged and power driven to the longest yard (laughs) Burt Reynolds the quarterback who will tackle anything driver's license look what we got here miniature cop (laughs) the superstar I feel so good The all American. The all amazing. A joker of a jock who laughed all the way to prison. Paul Crew. The wrecking crew. Anybody who is pro football's most valuable players got something special. Jimmy, standing up. All right, let's move it. A hero so special, he gets special treatment. They'll put you in the oven. Rise and shine. Oh, it's room service. <laughs> How do you like the apples? Superstar. Shaving points off of a football game, man. That's an American football faggot. <laughs> I'm going to get you 24 hours in the hotbox, boy. I quit. (laughs) My God, what the hell is that? That's the number of the warden football team. And I run a football team. What football team? My football team. Oh. He assembled the meanest, dirtiest team in history. Uh, we're getting up a football game against the guards. With the guards? Yeah, I wanna play. I'm gonna play football. Hey. And taught them how to be meaner. The one thing that you're gonna have to remember is to protect your quarterback. Me. Go! Get, him out. Get, him out. Get him out! And dirtier. I think he broke his... I think he broke his I told you I broke his Before this game is over, I want every prisoner in this institution to know what I mean by power. And who controls it prison guards against the prisoners they guarded. The game that broke all the rules, all the records, all the bones, the most incredible ever played. On the field and off. You're going to lose the game and I want a 21 point spread. Come too far together to stop now. Let's do it. From the producer of The Godfather, from the director of The Dirty Dozen, from the first, second to the last, the Mean Machine means it. Burt Reynolds, Eddie Albert, in the wildest yet. <laughs> Misty Yard.
3: Hey Oh, what do you get when you cross Suzanne Summers and Goldie Hawn? You get Linda Vaughn. And I'm listening to Nostalgic Radio
0: and Cars. Why don't you? Okay, we're back and you're tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, hey, you know what, Cedric, I saw that movie, The Longest Yard in 1973 or 4 when it came out and I saw it right down here at the Capitol Theater <laughs> in downtown Clearwater. What do you think of that? <laughs> and Smoking the tough. Bandit, I saw the year it came out, I think it was 77, 78, somewhere around there and I saw it up the street at the Carib Theater before they tore it down. So the Capitol's still here, which is really cool. Hey, it's time to introduce my second guest for the evening. This is a good friend of mine. Now, you guys always hear me talking about Festivals of Speed and Hollywood Car Auctions and the new upcoming Amelia Island Select. Well, I'll tell you what. I have an opportunity now to introduce my good friend, who is the organizer of both Hollywood Car Auctions and Festivals of Speed. I'm delighted to welcome to the show tonight, Hollywood himself, Mike Flynn. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Robert. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. So tell us about Amelia Island Select and what's going on at Hollywood Wheels and the car auctions and Festivals of Speed and this great event we got coming up in about three weeks at Amelia Island.
2: Well, first off, we know Amelia Island weekend is a special weekend. And over the last 18 or 19 years, it's kind of developed into in the political pecking order anyways to second to only Pebble Beach. But for those of us on the East Coast that go and enjoy that show, as well as people from all over the world, they know that concord weekend uh is really second to none so long story short you know 2013 we added festivals of speed uh to amelia island weekend and this year we're actually adding an auction to that event uh the omni plantation amelia island up there went under a hundred million dollar renovation and they've built uh, some beautiful indoor space ballrooms and and meeting space, uh, eighty thousand square feet. So we're we're pretty excited about adding the auction element to that uh, that weekend up there, and alongside the of our uh, festival speed event.
0: Well, that's good. Now tell us about some of the features. Some of the cool cars that are going to be there.
2: Wow, we got a little something for everybody, Robert. We have everything from historical Indianapolis five hundred cars. We have a nineteen fifty four uh, Watson Roadster. AJ Watson, actually, his first effort in building a roadster. Um, with uh, Judge Phillips for Bill Kesky's, we have that car, and that car is like it left the track in '56. The car never got wrecked or damaged, or actually, it's always been uh, the same color. It's kind of an unrestored example of the start of AJ Watson's uh, legacy in, in Indianapolis, which is very cool. We we even have uh, some iconic, uh, let's say, TV. Uh, memorabilia type of thing. We actually have Fonzie's motorcycle from Happy Days. I know you and I both kind of grew up around that kind of yep. era of show, and that's a show that's uh, still in syndication, and they'll probably be playing it in syndication for a long time, but it's kind of neat. You know, Fonzie uh, is pretty uh, historical in, in our world, and, and we actually have his actual motorcycle. He didn't have two. He didn't have three. He had one motorcycle on the show, and we have that 49 Triumph come to the auction, so you know that that kind of gets me excited.
0: That's really neat. Um,
2: yeah, but you know we have all kind of stuff. We have some great '50s convertibles. We have some uh, a whole collection of uh, Imperial convertibles that kind of represent the Virgil Exter. Virgil Exter was the lead design uh, styling design guy for Chrysler from '57 through '61, and we actually have a, co- a collection of Imperials from 1957. Through 1961 that kind of defines Virgil's forward thinking styling, of uh, those years when he was with Chrysler. That is all going to be sold at one lot. So somebody's going to get the opportunity to expand their museum or, or add that fifties convertible genre to their collection with the, uh, you know, one stroke of the pen and, and buy five imperials at one time. So that's, that's got a lot of interest and in in, in a lot of uh, people excited. Um, but we, we have a little bit of everything. We have European sports cars. We have American Classics. We have some Resto Mods. I mean, we have a 34 Cadillac convertible coupe. that probably looks like it, you know, right off of the Concourse show field, but it's all updated with North Star Cadillac power for drivability and reliability, so... You know, we have really a little bit of something for everybody.
0: Tell us about the L88 Corvette. you got a 1968 L88 Corvette. It's got some interesting history.
2: Well, that car, obviously the L88 is part of that crossover. You know, those cars have really, really um, uh, crossed over in the marketplace and and really started a a climb. They're a half a million dollar plus car. And this car was uh, um, actually drag raced in, in its early days, but it's still uh retains its original motor. This car is a blooming, you know, it went through a, after it it got done doing battle on the quarter-mile track, it it actually went through an extensive two-year restoration. And this car is not only a Bloomington Gold, but an NCRS uh, top flight. You know, the car's got the original tank sticker. It's got great owner history. It's got documented miles. It's got the original born with motor still in it. And you know, as well as I know, Robert, coming out of the drag strip, that's a feat in itself.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, what about, uh, you've got some, uh, 30s pre-war cars. What else you got besides? I mean, you got some Packards coming up. And what else you got? Is there, a, uh,
2: yeah, we got, we got some special stuff. You know, we kind of touch base on all that we have, uh, early Cadillac. Um, we have a 39, um, town car convertible sedan that was actually uh, one of, I think, 13 built, and it was originally ordered for the president of Santo Domingo back in the late 30s, obviously, and I think he kept that car all the way up to 1961. So that's got a little uh, history as well as being a low production Cadillac. uh, 31 Chrysler Imperial uh, CT, which is your big uh, your big early pre-war car beautiful beautiful car um, you know we have some some early Packards. we have a v16 Cadillac I think it's a 39 v16 Cadillac so we kind of covered that whole pre-war stuff with some some really impressive stuff
0: what about that you got an early 50s Cadillac a red convertible I saw on your website tell us about that that was a beautiful looking car
2: well that's your Eldorado convertible obviously one of your Motorama cars back in 53. Um, low production on that car and that car actually has some interesting history that uh, uh, rumored to have been and, and believed to be but that car was actually purchased by Joe DiMaggio for Marilyn Monroe then Norma Jean uh, he actually bought that car new for her um, while he was dating her before they went on to become husband and wife
0: Wow that's interesting no. What about this? No. Uh, is there, a, there? I see on your website there's a 1928 Rolls Royce custom. Well, the
2: 1928 Rolls Royce custom is, is kind of a one off expression. Uh, you know, that car actually has a 27 liter uh, Rolls Royce uh, engine that would have been the same engine like in a P51 Mustang. It's actually almost a you know it's an aircraft engine. The coachwork on that car is sort of uh, a combination of. Uh, Obviously, the uh, the aluminum body, and then the back is really special with a uh, uh, torpedo-type shape all made out of wood. Uh, that's a car you just got to really see to believe. I, I know you've seen it in person, and, and I know you've heard it run, and definitely something that you see uh, Jay Leno right down the back streets of uh, the Burbank Studio out there. It's, it's definitely one of those very bizarre cars
0: interesting that looks pretty cool i could imagine that's pretty wicked now uh, a local uh well-known collector also had something similar to it what did uh in fact it was um uh, al Wiseman. what did he have he had something with an allison motor in it or a, a rolls-royce uh s- spitfire engine in it or something like that what was that
2: yeah he did And you know he, i can't exactly tell you robert i remember uh, obviously i've known uh, al for a long time and i i remember seeing that car and you know, it's actually been a while since he sold his collection, so exactly what that motor was in, uh, it could have been an early Rolls Royce also, uh, I, I believe, I just can't remember exactly.
0: That sounds like a, a kind of a popular hot rod conversion back in those days, you know, because every once in a while these uh, aircraft engines would turn up in these really high-end custom cars. What about now, I see you got a 56 Jaguar, 140, you got a 59 Mercedes, 190 SL, cool stuff. Now you're getting into my territory. I love these foreign cars.
2: Yeah, well, like I said, we've got a little bit of something for everybody, and uh, you know what we kind of what we kind of want to do is is we want to bring obviously some of this stuff you would normally see uh, at Mary Island and uh, in, in maybe one of the other auction houses or on that Concord weekend, but we also want to add the the festivals of speed, I guess flavor or spice to it, and, and bring some stuff to the marketplace that maybe you wouldn't see, and you know. We we touch base a little bit about some of the resto mod big body cars, but you know we have some Corvettes. Uh, I think there's a '58 Corvette coming that's you know all LS3 late model powered, uh, running gear and chassis. So you kind of get the old style with the new convenience, and we we really have a lot of a lot of uh, variety of stuff. And I think we kind of covered everybody. We you know like I said, European sports car. Um, American Classic to the one off uh, self expression.
0: And probably one of the coolest late model cars of 2006 and 2004 GTs, you know, that looks pretty cool. Hey, Mike, well, we're, we're just about out of time. You want to give a big, uh, give a, give us a, some information on your website and then just give a little quick blip on uh, Festivals of Speed because that's also taking place that weekend. Yeah, well,
2: Festival Speed, hey, listen, it's a luxury lifestyle event weekend. We got a party Friday night in the ballroom. Um, auction preview actually starts Thursday, Friday, all day at the ballroom. Friday night at 8 o'clock, we start our normal Learjet hangar uh, party that we do, but it obviously won't be any planes. We'll have everything else, luxury lifestyle products. Saturday, 10 o'clock, we start out on on the beautiful fairway, the ninth fairway at the Omni Plantation, Amelia Island, and then uh, we'll bring them back over to the ballroom on Saturday afternoon, and, and we'll start an auction so we got a little something for everybody bring the family come on out it's a great weekend there's plenty to do for two or three days between our events and and the concourse finishing up the grand finale on sunday Festivalsofspeed.com, of Island Select.com. um you know you can purchase tickets for anything going on, on on the on the festival speed website and you know come on out bring the family we'd love to have you. It. it's a great weekend
0: Super, super, super. All right, I want to thank my friend, my good buddy, Mike Flynn, Hollywood Car Auctions, and the upcoming Amelia Island Select. So in the meantime, check us out on our Facebook page, like Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And don't forget our website, Gulfstream Don't forget podcasts, podcast. And a big shout-out and a happy birthday again to Burt Reynolds. Again, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and we'll see you at Amelia Island March 7th through the 9th. Take care, everybody. <laughs>
2: telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there will pay you $10 if you sing into his camp.
1: Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen.
3: You dumb cracker.